Get quizzical! Yes, it's time for the first Friday quiz of the year in our shiny new time slot, but I've been doing my best to scuff up all week. Thank you so much for your company this afternoon. But if, today, a special treat. We're bringing together two of the finest comedic news minds in the country. Oh, dear. Uh, they come with a lot of promise. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, let's set expectations unbelievably high let's indeed. <laughs> it, ha, let's find out if it has been a good news week or not. Let's introduce them, shall we? You saw the whole of the moon. The whole of the moon. Apparently that song's not exactly about Prince, but that is the rumour. He's the comedian-turned-podcaster with a penchant for history, plus he has a cap that's suitable to oversee the new Anti-Corruption Commission, perhaps it's <laughs> called the tweet. Anti-Corruption Cat Mission. Uh, please put your hands together, clap at your radio and internet streams. It's the legendary Mikey Robbins. Woohoo! Uh, so lovely to be here. I'd love to be in a room with you again, Andy. It's been a very long time. Well, it's actually nice to have anyone in a room at these these days, <laughs> yes. uh, post-COVID. So. Uh, actually, my, my last words as I walked out of the house was my wife said, why aren't you Zooming this? I went, I think we're all a bit Zoomed out by now. <laughs> Enough phoning it in, shall we say. Also, tonight... It's good news, we... been a while since we've heard that. She's the broadcaster who gets people talking and laughing. Plus, she's a very powerful advocate for people going through cancer treatment, formerly of Life Matters and Good Newsweek. Please welcome Julie McCrossan. Uh, well, good, good afternoon, good evening, and how wonderful to be with Mr Robbins again. It's been way too long, Julie. It's, it's, so, <laughs> it's so lovely to hear your voice again, my dear. Of course, neither of us know anything about the news and have oh, never I, been I, funny. Don't say that well, now. Look, look I, I have to admit, it is that time of the year where I've I've glanced at the news, shall we say. But I, I think it's that thing too, like you know, particularly our, our background in Good News Week and then also to our backgrrounds on, on radio. I don't know about you, Julie, but after I finished up on Breakfast Radio, I didn't want to go near a newspaper again for quite some time. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a bit of a nerd. Uh, as you know, I think I was always a nerd trying to answer the question while you and Paul McDermott were funny. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Okay, enough of this de deferential kind of bluffing. <laughs> I know that you've read everything from the obscure to the mainstream. Uh, let's put your uh, minds to the test, shall we? Uh, it's penalty shootout style. You might get a chance to, to steal an answer. Only when I say it's okay. There's no buzzers. I decide the points. Round one. A question about the Canberra bubble. Mikey, this is mm -hmm. for you. What is Australia's second most expensive social program after the age pension, which got a big mention in a Productivity Commission report this week? Is it A, the Commonwealth funding of independent schools? Is it B, the National Disability Insurance Scheme? Or is it C, the National Broadband Network? Well, they're all, they're all funny. <laughs> Some more than others. And actually, I tell you what. I'm, I've missed you. I'm, I'm going to have a stab here. I'm going to mention one because my sister works for them and she does fantastic work. So this is for Gina. It's the NDIS. Oh, yes. The Productivity Commission assessed the performance of the National Disability Insurance Scheme, if found, uh, the government spending on the rapidly growing NDIS exceeded uh, double points for anyone who can guess how much it costs. Anyone? Uh, uh, it's cheap at the price because it gives a great life to a lot of people with disabilities and people like Mikey's sister are going to make it go even better. $29 billion. That's exactly right. Very good stuff. 
Yeah, oh. Can I say one thing here? Yeah. Give Julia a point for that. Yeah, I just did. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm happy now. Uh, the points are denoted by the sound effects. Oh, I... I, uh... <laughs> I don't know if you've done any radio before. No, vaguely. <laughs> no, this, this sounds like my love life. <laughs> the po- You're pressing the wrong button. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, after 30 years of marriage. Yeah. All right, Julie, uh, a question for you. A summit was held in Sydney this week about ways to improve consumer safety. Which industry was at the heart of the discussions. Bit of a clue in the question there. Uh, A, supermarket chains who ate a hearty uh, spinach salad while discussing how to prevent contaminated produce from reaching the shelves. Was it B, ticket companies who are seeking to get ahead of scalpers and scammers before Taylor Swift announces her Australian tour? Or was it C, online dating apps who sought to find the perfect match when it comes to keeping their customers safe? Oh, look, I'm going to go for A, just because diet and exercise, God help us, are the keys to everything, so I'm hoping it's right. <laughs> and Mikey for the steal here. Mikey for the steal. I'm going to go with the, uh, the dating apps, because there has been some problems <laughs> with uh, wanting to know the, the backgrounds of uh, men and their behaviour before they end up on the... On the, on the... Oh. Mikey, are you asserting that men are more dangerous than trans fats? <laughs> well, I, you, know, I, 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 you know, there's so many jokes there, Julie, that I do not want to go for. Well, and, but the most important thing is, is, is how I'm going to explain to my wife when I get home how I know what the dating apps are. <laughs> well, uh, they, they call it Grinder, darling. I've heard uh, it's pretty popular amongst it's, the young folk. I, I mean, it's so funny. Um, I was recently at, at, a, at a, an event with you know, my nephew and his, his friends and they were basically asking me, so how did you meet Laura? And I said, well, we're at a party together. I may as well have said that, you know, we were building the pyramids. <laughs> well, I met my wife 10 years ago on the dating apps. Yeah. Now, we're back in the kind of chaste days when you used to pen letters to each other. You didn't even see each other's photo. That's how kind of proper it was, or to the point of being quite dull. I don't know why I married her. Well, I mean, look, I, I, I have to admit, I guess mean, Laura and I did meet in the, in the pre-app days, but I have friends my age who are now in long-term relationships from, you know, swiping what, I don't know how you swipe, just swipe where the heart takes you. <laughs> Very good. All right, Mikey, uh, this is a question about international news. Sweden and Finland applied for membership in NATO in May last year, Mm -hmm. but approval continues to be delayed because one country refuses to accept their application. Who is it and why? Is it A, Estonia, Mm -hmm. where the former Minister of the Interior, Mart Helm, claimed that uh, the Finnish government were Reds trying to liquidate Finland? B, Turkey, because of claims Sweden has supported Kurdish separatists? Or C, the UK, because they're worried it might remind the Brexit movement that there were other unions that they might be able to leave? I'm going to say it's uh, that unlovable old chap Erdogan in, in, in Turkey. I mean, I mean, not just as but there's actually been a recent event where I believe um, a copy of the Quran may have been burnt in public in Sweden by a right-wing person there, which is disgusting. So it's, it's actually Erdogan, which is really strange to see how much power he has in NATO. Um, you are bloody well right. Of course, uh, yes, President Erdogan, uh, ahead of a tense election season, has continued to block Sweden's application. Very impressed. All that sort of bluff around, oh, I don't read newspapers anymore. Suddenly he's quoting about Korans and... Can I mention a story about my, my, my nephew, who I adore? I mentioned him earlier. When he was about 10, uh, he wanted to go ice skating. And I don't ice skate, but my wife does. So we took him ice skating and he, he fell over and he just looked at me and said, 
My mother's Swedish. I just thought I could do it. <laughs> Which I thought was adorable. Good with knives and ice. Julie, a question yes. for you. Uh, what documentary was banned in India this week? Was it A, a documentary called Died Suddenly, an anti-vax propaganda film? Was it B, Cancel Me by Britain's uh, Channel 4 featuring John Cleese, uh, mining about not being able to get on the BBC? Or C, is it India, the Modi question by the BBC examining the history of the country's leader? I'll, I'll go for C because I've got no idea, but I can't imagine a leader would like that. You're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. But, but can I just say, Andy, can I just say today is actually Remembrance Day for the Holocaust. And if anyone's not watching the latest Ken Burns documentary about the US and the Holocaust mm. on SBS, oh, that's yep. the thing you should be watching. I'd recommend it. Yeah, amazing, isn't it? Like some of those, that footage inside uh, the, the Polish ghettos that has been recovered in, you know, cupboards in Florida for the first time, taken by Jewish people at the time rather than uh, any kind of like uh, Germans. It, it's incredible. That, that, yeah, that he's footage. actually got new material, which is amazing considering the topic, but Revelation's pertinent to now it's, and it's it's excellent. Very good, Mikey. Who am I? You get uh, four clues. Yeah. The less clues you make up, the more points you get, that kind of business. Okay. Uh, clue one. I was born in Queens, New York in 1988. 88. I was born in Queens. Uh, uh, gosh. Uh, yeah, that means they're, well, they're considerably younger than me, so that's two-thirds of the population. <laughs> uh, this might take some time, this, Julie. Yeah, Do you yeah, want to yeah, just uh, talk amongst yourselves? No, okay, <laughs> I, 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 I need the second clue. Okay. I have claimed to be a champion volleyball player. Hey, it's George in- Santos. Yes. 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 You're on yes. fire, Mikey. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I, yeah, there are moments, where, I mean, look, I, I really enjoyed doing Good News Week, but could you imagine if we'd have had George Santos back when we were doing the show? <laughs> I mean, the, the material, or, or Trump for that matter. Uh, well, uh, well, you, you had Trump, but not a pre- in the presidential see, my, this office. Is my, this is my problem with Trump, and I don't want to get into my essay here. It, it does, this is part of that feeling I have now that we are actually living in a post satirical world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're living in a world where the satire can't keep up with the reality. Well, George Santos also claimed that his mother was at the World Trade Centre on September 11, that he attended a prestigious prep school, that he had survived an assassination attempt and that he worked for a major investment bank, none of which appears to be true. It's more like a George MacDonald Fraser flashman novel. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of it apparently made up, Julie. Is this where we're up to with US politics these days? Look, I, I'm gripped by it. I mean, I, I'm in a mix of uh, hope and despair because remember, I'm de- I'm actually living in Adelaide with looking after grandchildren, so I believe in the future. So I'm staying optimistic. Very good. All right, who am I, Julie? I was born in the Hutt Valley in beautiful New Zealand, the year 1978. Oh God, I, I can't just go Jacinda Ardern, can I? Well, Too dangerous. I won't. You certainly can. But would you like another clue? Yes. I was arrested at a political protest when I was in university but received an apology from the government a decade later. We're not talking about Mr Brown. I've got to commit to a name, haven't I? You do, yes. I can I'd give like you more another clues. clue, okay. please. I drew international attention when I had a birthday cake made entirely of sausage rolls. Good God. Mikey will know the answer to that. I know he will. No, no, I don't know the answer, but if anyone's listing my birthday's December the 8th, <laughs> and I would not say no. Oh, oh. 
There's give me, one... give me another one. Give me another one because the listeners can feel smarter than me. This is very good audience participation. <laughs> it is. Uh, the fourth and final clue is I've recently become the Prime Minister of New Zealand. Yes. His name's Chris. His name's Chris, but I'm so sorry. He's new and I don't know his second name. Half a point to you, perhaps, Half Mikey. Half a point, Mikey. Can, Mikey. I, can well, you thread well, the needle here? Um, I knew it two days ago when he had the press conference. <laughs> that bloke that replaced yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, 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 I mean, seriously, you know, replacing Jacinda Ardern, it's like taking over a radio show that Andrew Denton used to host. It's a tough <laughs> suicide. And, and trust me, I've done that. <laughs> Career suicide. <laughs> uh, well, Shipman? Give... Is it Shipman or Shippy? Or okay, sh- enough of this. We're going to give you half a point, Julie, for Chris. Thank you. Her, uh, his name is Chris Hipkins. Hipkins! Hipkins! <laughs> Very good. That's very, this, very good. That, that, that's very embarrassing for both of us, Julie. I wonder if he got the sausage roll idea out of the Woman's Weekly Cookbook of Cakes. It's sort of like a very parochial thing. Look, he's not promoting NZ cuisine too well with that story. Well, at least it wasn't a pavlova because we came up with that. <laughs> oh, no, we didn't. I know we don't. No. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, all right. This is the uh, mystery news round. Play a few songs. We sort of smash them together and work out uh, what news story of the week it's pointing towards. Mikey, right. tune in your ear. Take a listen. Okay. Well, that could be anyone really in politics. Even though I'm a man of God, my whole life in the hand of God. So y'all better quit playing with God. Soon as they like you, make them unlike you. Now this looks like a top of me. So everybody, just follow me. Because we need a little controversy. Because it feels so empty without me. Okay, so you had the Smiths. Yeah, uh, I, uh, Big, big Mouth Strikes, strikes Again. again. Um, then we had um, a, a real slim shady, um, Eminem. That's right. You're uh, in the middle, Kanye West, yeah. with I Am God. Perhaps your most uh, powerful clue. Oh, oh, hang on. Um, it's not Trump, but I'm close, am I? Well, this is about where music Nick, and politics Nick's... collide. The, the clue there really is about uh, the artist formerly known as Kanye West. Oh, right. Well, um, i <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm a little behind on my Kanye news, but I, 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 I believe someone has, has the years come out and says, said he is the reincarnation of Christ? Well, he's come out and said a lot of things, uh, some of it in support of a former Fuhrer of Germany, for example. Oh, yeah. But it's all led to a certain sticky situation for his new bride, who is Yes, a girl from Melbourne. So what do we talk, what do we think here? Maybe throwing it open to Julie. Yeah. Do we have to have the name of his girl from Melbourne? The story this week really is about what happened in terms of Australian politics and Mr Kanye West. Well, they don't want to have him in the country. I know that, but who does? Oh, because right. oh, I was going to say he's the new leader of the Nationals. <laughs> Look, it's a, it's a, given it's Holocaust Remembrance Day, this is actually a very pertinent story. I don't support him coming to Australia, I have to say. Yeah, Kanye West uh, obviously being uh, denied entry to Australia over anti-Semitic comments he's made in recent months. Here's a quote from the Attorney-General, Mark Dreyfus. Have a listen. I don't know if he's applied for a visa yet, but uh, Google it and you'll see that uh, he seems like he's a pretty big fan of a person who killed six million Jewish people last century. People like that who've applied for visas to get into Australia in the past have been rejected. I expect that if he does apply, he would have to go through the same process and and answer the same questions that they did. Let's move on. Uh, This is a musical clue for you, Julie. Uh, A few songs. Which story from the week does it point towards? You know I hate to ask. 
So you had Gary Newman, uh, the song Our Friends Electric. You had Nick Cave in the middle, Weeping Song, and Simple Creatures at the back there with Thanks, I Hate It. Look, I've got no idea, so I'm just going to go for a stab in the dark. There's a, a major problem uh, in Japan with ageing and loneliness. Is it the weeping, needing to ask for help? Is it about AI and robots as animal pets for lonely people in Japan? Not since Julia Zamiro appeared on this very quiz was there such a fine, finely crafted answer that was wrong. Oh, damn it! Mikey. Uh, gosh, I was about to go down the AI path as well. And was it to do with the fact that we're having trouble now with uh, the, the new uh, chat app and that, uh, that, and that academics are worried that, uh, that students are just basically putting in essays? <gasps> so, see, in, in my day, Jill, you'll remember these, when we were at uni, they were called monarch notes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's exactly notes, right. Exactly. I think he could be right. There's a, a lot of talk about uh, we're going to catch you if you cheat. But one, of, but Flinders University in Adelaide are actually incorporating open discussion about the use of these apps and trying to to get it out out in the open. But are, are we in any way on the right track? You are warm, but you are not hot. Indeed, oh. it is about Chat GPT. However, a song was created using this software to imitate Nick Cave. Uh, oh. Nick Cave was unimpressed to say the least, yeah, saying that, quote, with all the love and respect in the world, this song is BS, a grotesque mockery of what it is to be human and, well, I don't like it much. Well, look, I, as someone who knows many people who go to everything he ever does, I think his fans are going to be heartbroken at any suggestion that the raw sexual and profound energy of that man could be replaced by a bot. I, 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 Half the lesbians uh, I know want to have a relationship. And, and, and also, too, can, can I speak on the middle-aged and older um, uh, heterosexual men? We'd go there as well. <laughs> he, he, he's a god who walks amongst us. Well, now he's doing interviews as well. That Red Right Hand project is just so fascinating. He's resp responding to anyone who asks him a question. He is almost like a chat bot himself. Well, Except he's real. He's, he's real. real yeah. he's, he's real and he's actually charming and he's funny. All right, as I pull out the genuine 1974 ABC calculator, the height of technology back in 1973, Casio brand on the top, bit of paper. The winner tonight on Six Points is Mikey Rollins. Oh, really? <laughs> Beautifully done. Thank you so much for playing. Of course, comedian Mikey Robbins, you can catch him on his podcast, Heroes and Howlers, and the rest is history. Wherever you get your good podcast and his book, uh, Seven Deadly Sins and Reprehensible are available in all good bookstores. And Julia, as always, very busy, very, very busy bee you are. Several podcast series already released about dealing with cancer. Uh, but also you can catch me at the Brighton Library with my grandchildren learning how to read in Adelaide. <laughs> I'm assuming you're doing the teaching. No, I'm, I'm learning to sing a lot of songs with oh, the hand movements. That's nice. got to be the most entertaining Writers' Festival I've been at for some time. That was the Friday quiz. Thank you so much for joining me, Mikey and Julie McCrossan. Thanks, mate. Uh, coming up, it's news time shortly. Straight after the news, you'll hear from the most gentlemanly man in tennis, the New York Times tennis writer Christopher Clary, and the sharpest conversation in the week's affairs, Tanya Hosh and Saturday Papers senior reporter Rick Morton. Don't miss it. 
think bigger about the world we live in. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.